sermon for this morning I said all I keep getting is this word distracted and I was talking to Alan I said it's been going in my head all week long distracted and I was brought to a place in scripture this morning and as I was standing I, I, I know Mary didn't think anything of it at the time but I was in my office and I was talking to Alan about being distracted and when I come out of my office Tiana was standing here and, and Meredith said oh she got distracted and I said, I looked at Alan, they said, did she hear what I was saying? And Mary was like, what are you talking about? And I said, did you hear me say something about distracted? And she said, no. And I just got done talking out about it. And then while Rachel was praying, Rachel was praying that if there was any distractions, that they would be gone in the name of Jesus. Now, I've been battling because it's like, look, people are coming to church, they want a sermon. But let me tell you this, I don't have to preach a 45-minute sermon for you to hear a word from God. I don't have to. I said to Alan, I said, what would people think if they came to church and I preached before we worshipped? We're so stuck into this routine of church. You know what I'm tired of? I'm tired of a routine of Sunday in and Sunday out. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to share a thought with you. But you know what I'm going to do when we're done? They're going to continue to worship, and we're going to continue to worship, and we're going to get rid of some distractions. So as they continue to play softly, I'm going to do this as quick as I can. No promises. Amen? But I was led to a place in Scripture, a very familiar place if you have your Bible. It's Luke chapter 10, verse 38 through 42. And this song fits very much for it because King of Glory, this song says, I just want to be with you. I think a lot of people deal with they want to go to church, but they don't want to be with Him. I think a lot of people deal with I want to go to Wednesday night service, but I don't want to deal with Him. Is it a wonder sometimes that you think you're just going to spend time with God, but in all reality, you're just sitting in church, but you're not really listening or spending time with God? Luke chapter 10. Verse 38 through 42. Very familiar. This is at the home of Mary and Martha. And this is what the Lord brought me to when I kept hearing distraction, distractions, whatever the case. I kept hearing that over and over and over. It says, as Jesus and his disciples were on their way, he came to a village where a woman named Martha opened her home to him. She had a sister called Mary who sat at the Lord's feet listening to what he said. 
How many believe we're in the presence of God this morning? But just because we're in the presence of God doesn't mean you're actually as an individual sitting at the feet of Jesus listening to what Jesus has to say. But Martha was distracted. Catch that now. Martha was distracted by all the preparations that had to be made. Now, if you study this and you look into this, Jesus went to her home. If you put this together, there was probably 13 mouths to feed besides Mary and Martha and their brother Lazarus. There was quite a household to feed. Now, how many know when you get together at the holidays, Thanksgiving, Christmas, whatever it may be, if you're the cook, sometimes it can be a little stressful getting all the preparations done and making sure everybody's fed. She was distracted by everything she had to do. I posted on Facebook this week, and I'm going to bring it up here. There's a difference between doing things for God and spending time with God. Let me say that again. There's a difference in doing things for God and spending time with God. Look, as a pastor, I, I need to have my own study time, personally, and also have a time of putting messages together. They're not the same for me. I can't substitute putting a message together as my one-on-one -on -one time with God. I believe it's different. She was distracted. Is it possible that some of us get so busy doing things for God that we neglect spending time with God? Look, you can do all kinds of these good things. I'm not saying they're necessarily bad. But I believe we're living in a world today, and I shouldn't say the world, we're living in a church today, in the church world, where a lot of people are distracted and they're missing out on what God has to say to them. They're missing out. She was distracted. How many have been distracted through 2020 and into 2021? Look, I'm not talking about people that don't have a relationship with the Lord. There's enough people in the church that are distracted. You just get on their Facebook page, you know they're distracted. When they won't post anything about God, they won't post anything about church, they won't post scriptures, they won't post this, that, and the other, but they're distracted by a vaccine, they're distracted by COVID-19, they're distracted by who's in office, they're distracted by the governor, and we've gotten to the point where we're so distracted that we're missing out on what God's trying to say to us. Distractions. And they're not always necessarily bad distractions either. We could be a church that has all the programs. We could be the church that's got all this, that, and the other. And there's a lot of churches that got all the programs and all the glamour and this, that, and the other. But they're distracted on actually hearing the voice of God. We live in a world full of distractions. But Martha was distracted by all the preparations that had to be made. She came to him and asked, Lord, don't you care that my sister has left me to do the work by myself? Tell her to help me. And look what Jesus said. This is what I want to key on. Verse 41, Martha, Martha, the Lord answered, you are worried and upset about many things. But few things are needed. You are worried and upset about many things, but few things are needed, or indeed only one. What was he talking about? Himself. Jesus. How many here have been upset and worried about many things? 
Many things. I guarantee 50% of you here this morning, you're in church, but you're not in church. You're here, you're, you're, you're playing the part, you look good on the outward, things are going good, you even might have your hands in the air, but while you're worshiping, you're distracted by everything going on in our world. God doesn't deserve our leftovers, He deserves our best. He doesn't deserve for us to worship Him half-heartedly. He wants all of us and everything in us. Maybe you're here this morning and you say, Pastor John, I, I've been entering into worship. I'm, and I, I just, I'm here in church. Don't ask me to do nothing. I'm here. This is what I'm supposed to do. I'm supposed to be in church. Let me tell you this. You get out of it what you put into it. You get out of it what you put into it. Few things are needed. Mary has chosen what is better, and it will not be taken away from her. Now, Pastor John, what are you saying this morning? We've got too many distractions. We've got way too many distractions. You're sitting here this morning, there's some of you sitting here this morning, and you're thinking about everything else but God. You're thinking about everything going on in your world. You're thinking about everything going on in your life. And I'm not denying the fact that there's things horribly going on in our world and that there's things going on in your life. I'm not denying that. But when you start focusing on what's going on around you, you lose sight of who He is. We're focusing on our problems. We're focusing on everything else. And it's distracting us from getting to where God wants us to go. Distractions. What's that song say? Lord, I just want to be with you look I'm not going to stand up here and tell you hey the world's going to get better guys hang in there I'm not going to tell you that because let me tell you this signs of the times it probably isn't going to get better but just because the world gets worse doesn't mean you have to get worse just because the world's going down doesn't mean you have to go down when the world is sinking you can be rising in the name of Jesus Christ but it's your choice. Do you understand that this morning? You have a choice. You have a choice to stay where you are. You have a choice to continue to be who you are. Or you can make a decision. I'm tired of the way life is. I'm tired of the distractions. Lord, I'm choosing today to be with you. To be with Jesus. How many here this morning can honestly say, Pastor John, I've been dealing with some distractions. I've been dealing with some distractions. There's things going on in my life. There's things, I've been too focused on everything going around, on around me. And I've said it before and I'll say it again. It's okay to know, know what's going on around you. It's okay to be aware of what's going on, but not to the point of you, you, if you lose focus of who God is. And you know what I think we need to do? I think we need to worship some more. Because you know what I believe? I believe worship brings victory. I believe when you're going through stuff and you're willing to say, I'm not going to worship God based off if I'm feeling it or not. I'm going to worship God based off who He is and what He's doing in my life. Distractions. Pastor John, I'm just waiting for that revival. Pastor John, I'm just waiting for revival to happen. Open your eyes. Revival's happening. You're just not taking part in it. You want revival to happen? Rise up and get on the ship and do what God has asked you to do because I truly believe even though the world is chaotic and things are going on in our world, I truly believe revival is taking place. It's not something we're waiting for. It's something you have to jump into. But you know where it starts? Here. 
right here. You're never going to see revival in this building unless you get revival in your heart. Pastor John, I've been in some awesome revival services. I don't care where you've been. I don't care how you were brought up. What is God doing in your life today? Revivals in the past were awesome. God moved awesome in the past. I grew up seeing things happen. But look, you can't base your upcoming victories based on what happened back then. You need something now. But you're only going to get it if you're willing to say, I don't want these distractions. Because distractions are taking you away from where God wants you to be. You know what the enemy wants you to do? He wants you to be distracted. You know who the enemy attacks? Those that are distracted. Because when you're distracted, you're giving the enemy a foothold in your life because you're losing your focus on who God is. So I want to do something a little bit different this morning. Let's all stand. That's the shortest message Pastor John's ever preached. Amen. But you know what I want to do this morning? Look, if you don't like this, not to be rude, I say this sincerely. You can leave if you want to. Nobody's holding you here. Nobody's making you worship. Nobody's making you stay. But if you truly want to be with God and you truly want Him to touch your life, I challenge you for the next few moments, I want you to worship and get rid of the distractions in your life and stop being distracted by things God never wanted you to focus on. He wants you to focus on Him. The author and the finisher of our faith. What's it say? Cast all your cares on Him. Because He cares for you. Maybe you're worried this morning. Give it to Him. Maybe you're living in fear this morning. Give it to Him. Maybe you're struggling with an addiction this morning. Give it to Him. Maybe you have marriage problems. Give it to Him. Maybe you've got some issues with your kids. Give it to Him. I truly believe worship breaks strongholds. Paul and Silas in prison, when they worshipped, not only was their cell broken open, not only did their chains fall off, but everybody else's cell was, and everybody else was set free as they worshipped. Your worship might not only set you free, but it can set somebody else free as well. So I want you to enter into worship. And I want to make these altars available. Look, I remember before COVID when people came to the altars. But now we live in such fear that we don't want to come to the altars and be touched by God. Look, I'm not concerned. You want to come to the altars? Nobody else wants to pray for you? I'll pray for you. If you want to come stand at the altar and worship, if you want to sit on the floor and worship, if you want to lay on the floor and worship, I don't care how you do it, but I'm asking you to worship the Lord this morning as we sing. Let's keep singing this morning.